Well, hello, teachers, and welcome to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here, and I am your host. Happy New Year's Eve. It is hard to believe that 2019 is coming to a close and 2020 is officially upon us. And I think that today's episode, talking about our limiting beliefs of ourself and how that really impacts how we show up in the classroom and ultimately the impact we're able to have in the classroom, is really the perfect discussion to have as we round out the year and move into a new year of new beginnings and really starting on a fresh, um, clean slate when we head back into the classroom after our winter break. So before we get into today's episode, I am so excited to share with you that we have officially opened enrollment to our online professional development course called Writing Instruction, A Proven Approach. In our online PD, we walk you through our exact EBW approach, our framework, how to utilize evidence-based writing successfully in your classrooms in a very clear and easy to follow step-by-step format for you, but also for your students. And so we really believe that the EBW approach is the single most effective way to transform your students into those kick-ass writers that we're looking for and really taking their writing to that next level that we know our kids are capable of, and we just might not know exactly how to get them there. So we tell you how to do everything when it comes to evidence-based writing. So if you're interested in joining us and learning more about the course, you can go to ebacademics.com forward slash course. Again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash course. All right, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode all about our limiting beliefs. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host, from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. I'm a bad writer, so I can't teach writing. Or I'm a really good writer. I just don't know how to get my students to write the way that I do. Or I don't have time in my schedule to teach writing. So, you know, there's just too much other stuff and I can't cover it. My students aren't good writers. I hate teaching writing and my students hate learning writing. Do any of those sound familiar to you? Have you maybe said one of those to yourself over the course of your teaching career at some point? Or maybe it's something that you're saying to yourself right now. Well, when we tell ourselves these things over and over and over again, we're creating a narrative for ourselves. And ultimately, we're creating our own reality out of these beliefs that we're consciously or even subconsciously saying to ourselves. So we really need to start looking at the conversations that we have with ourselves more critically, right? Because these thoughts they're incredibly powerful. Our thoughts ultimately influence our actions. So if we think that we are not a good writing teacher because we aren't a good writer, well, guess what's going to manifest itself in your classroom? A writing curriculum that's not great because that's what you are telling yourself. And so that's what manifests itself in your life. So if we take a moment and we take a step back and we really think about these limiting beliefs that we're telling ourselves and ultimately how that's impacting how we show up in the classroom, I think you're going to see something really interesting happen for yourself. Because the moment that you're able to switch that narrative and start saying something like, you know what, I might not be a great writer, but I can be a great writing teacher. 
Or, you know what, my students maybe can't write that well right now, but maybe I just need to show them the way. Maybe I just need to give them a roadmap. Or maybe I'm a great writer and I can get my students to be here. I just need to figure out a way to do that for them. And so when we're able to change that narrative, the way that we show up for our students is going to change. Like, think about that. If you walk into your classroom and you hate teaching writing, guess what's most likely going to come across to your students? That you don't like teaching writing. So what is going to rub off on them? Do you think they're going to still enjoy writing? I mean, think about any personal experience that you might have had with the person that you're learning from obviously is not passionate about what they're teaching you. It's boring and you're not engaged. But what about a teacher teaching you the same exact topic, who loves what they're talking about, who's really excited to share their knowledge with you? You get more excited inherently as a part of that, right? As being a part of that entire experience with them. So if we're able to ultimately change our limiting beliefs that we have of ourselves, imagine the impact that you are going to be able to have on your students in your classroom and their writing abilities. So I love this analogy. I use this analogy all the time. And if you're a part of our Rockstar Writing Teacher Facebook group, um, it's a pop-up Facebook group that we have going on right now in conjunction with our free live training that we're doing all about the EBW approach. Um, And if you haven't had a chance to check that out, I urge you to go check it out. It's an amazing free live training. The Facebook group has been so much fun. Um, Go to ebacademics.com forward slash live training. We have two more sessions um, between now and next week. So January 2nd and then January 5th to choose from. Um, But I digress. I apologize. But I use this analogy often and I think it's really powerful and I think it's really important because it speaks into what I think a lot of us feel as teachers. And that is that, you know, we weren't great writers ourselves, so we can't be great writing teachers. And I love using the analogy with professional athletes and coaches in the NBA or the MLB or in, you know, the NFL. A lot of those coaches weren't great players themselves. I mean, some of them were probably pretty good. I know some of them were good, were good, right? But some of them weren't that good of athletes in their particular sport. But they are a master coach. They are a master at teaching the skills to someone who maybe has a little bit more talent than they do. Or maybe they're able to pull out that talent from some of their players. You know, I like to think of my high school basketball coach was not a great basketball player, but he was an amazing coach. He knew how to break down all of the skills that we needed in order to succeed. He knew how to help us see the court and the play that was coming and the next place that we could pass the ball. Or he knew how to help us, you know, really see the the weaknesses in another team and how we can break down those weaknesses in order to win the game, in order to play to our strengths against their weaknesses. He couldn't dribble a basketball to save his life, but he was an amazing coach. And I want you to put that hat on for a second. Like even if you aren't a great writer yourself, imagine what you could do if you just knew how to teach your students how to write. If you just knew how to like pull those, those skills out from them and really help them flourish and see their greatest potential, just like those professional athletes coaches do, 
you can do the same exact thing as a teacher. And what an amazing thing that you're able to do then for your students, because if you show up into the classroom with that attitude, with that mentality, like, yes, I'm going to do this for you. And I know so many of us do, and we just need someone to tell us how to do it. But I want you to be really honest with yourself that if you're not showing up that way, how is that ultimately affecting your kids? And maybe it's a fake it until you make it type thing where maybe you still do hate writing and you loathe it and you never will like it. But if you can put on a new belief of yourself and a new belief in how you approach teaching writing in your classroom, imagine how that's going to be received and perceived by your students and ultimately change them and their perception of writing. It's a pretty powerful thing. And so I'm going to end the episode with that to just really think about, like sit down with yourself. Maybe this is a more self-reflective thing for you. You know, it's a shorter episode and now take this back and sit with yourself and think about what are your limiting beliefs? What are the things that you think are true about yourself that are ultimately impacting who you are in the way that you show up in your classroom? And maybe it's not just specific to writing. You know, we always talk about writing on the podcast and it's a huge part of everything that we do is our EBW approach in writing. But maybe it's something else that you're doing in your classroom that this limiting belief that you have of yourself is impacting your classroom in a way that you might not even realize. So take some time to sit down with yourself, be reflective. What area can we improve and what new belief can I put on of myself to rid myself of that past belief and maybe go even further and try to figure out where that limiting belief of yourself stems from. Like where did that um, belief begin? Where was the inception of that particular belief that you have and why has that belief been carried with you all these years? I bet you, you'll be very interested if you can go back and find, because I've done this with a lot of my own limiting beliefs, and it's really helped me become a better wife, a better mom, a better teacher, a better business partner with Jessica. And it's just a really interesting way to self-reflect, especially as we move into the new year. So sit down with yourself, be real with yourself, come up with those limiting beliefs, figure out where they stem from, and then think about the new truth the new narrative that you can be telling to yourself that's going to help you show up in the best version of you possible for your students in your classroom every single day. Okay, so as we round out today's episode, I want to again invite you to check out our course, the Writing Instruction, A Proven Approach Online Professional Development Course, where again, we teach you all about the EBW approach, the framework, what that looks like in your classroom. It is a very clear guide for teaching literary analysis writing in your classroom and see huge successes for your students. So if you go to ebacademics.com forward slash course, you can learn more about it. I'd also love to invite you into our training as well if you want to learn more about the EBW approach before you kind of go full uh, full force and you know go two feet into the course. You're more than welcome to do that as well. If you go to ebacademics.com forward slash live training, we have two live trainings left um, on January 2nd and January 5th, and then we will be closing down enrollment for our course next Monday. So if it's something you're interested in, definitely go check it out now, and I will add those links in the show notes for you as well. Happy New Year's Eve, you guys. I'm wishing you a wonderful 2020, and I cannot wait to spend another year with you here on the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Bye for now, you guys.